0: This is the message. This is victory. This is testimony. This is the gospel at work. These are miracles, folks. You know, it might not be the miracle where the guy gets out of the wheelchair, but it's just as powerful, if not more powerful. People don't come out of this kind of stuff all the time. This 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 is the power of the testimony here. This is the message, this is the gospel being presented. This is the kingdom of heaven coming, being manifest, as, as Marina said earlier during worship. This is our lifestyle. We need to continue to walk in a lifestyle where we expect miracles, where, where, we, where we see them, where we're, we're sensitive enough in the spirit to see miracles, to see the supernatural. We're, um, all right. Before I get into the, 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 the gifts, uh, this is the series we're on. The, the charismatic gifts or the um, charismata, sign gifts of the Spirit. One of the tensions that we have in our Christian American culture is there's a lot of uh, unbelieving believers. Meaning we have brothers and sisters that don't believe that these gifts are for today. So they are. They're vital. They're, they're vital. They're crucial. We need the power of God in our lives. You need it. The church is responsible for the poor. We need the power of God in our lives to to minister to them. Our families are fragmented and broken in our culture. We need the power of God in our families. The self-help books aren't good enough. All right? Before I continue, let me pause real quick let me take care of some more business. Um, I want to uh, direct your attention to our exit signs. So there's one right there. Go ahead, turn around, take a look. Exit sign right there. And then there's another exit sign right here. And then there's another exit sign right here. So if you need to get out of the building, that's where you go, okay? Um, a few months ago, the fire department showed up and all of our exit signs were burned out, and we got in trouble. I think we got a ticket. Did we, did we have to pay? Yeah. They, just, they just slapped us on the wrist and say, fix the lights, okay, something like that. Um, it seems like common sense, right? Like, you can, you can tell that that door goes outside, and you came in that door. Maybe this one's a little more confusing, but most of us know the building. Most of us know that if you go out that door, you go outside, but you know, just in case you're a little dense, We have a sign that says exit, right? You know where the exits are. And we have a sign to show us where the exits are. I don't go out the door unless I go out the door. Okay, Follow me here. This is going to put your thinking cap on for a second. If I take this sign literally exit. That means if I want to exit, I literally have to go through that sign. That's not correct, is it? It's impossible for me to go through that sign. Do you see where I'm going? Or if I want to exit the building, if I need to exit the building, and I'm like, there's the exit sign, and I go over to the exit sign, and I'm like, exit. It's so gorgeous. It's so shiny. I'm just, I'm I'm totally captivated by the light emanating from the exit sign. And the, and the, the church burns down and we all die. The sign serves a purpose. The sign gets us to where we need to go. The sign is not the end. The sign is the means to the end. We, as charismatic Christians, we have this little uh, little thing where we tend to focus on the signs and the wonders. When we, st- when we should be focusing on where does the door lead? Do you know where the door leads? Where does the path lead? It's the narrow gate, folks. Where does it lead? It leads to Jesus. We, th- as we read, let's, let's, well, we, it's, it's going to be a short message because of everything that we've talked about today. But I do need to read the scripture to make it a legal service. So, uh, again, this is the, the scripture that we've been focusing on for the past few weeks. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, uh, verse, we'll, go, we'll start at verse 8. To one there is given through the Spirit, this is the Holy Spirit, this is the capital S, this is not the force, this is, this is the person of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. Through the Spirit, the message of wisdom. And to another, the message of knowledge by the means of the same Spirit. To the another, faith by the same Spirit. And to another, the gifts of healing. We're going to do healing next week, by the way. There's your plug for next week. I'm going after healing. People are going to be healed next week. Show up. Drag your friends and neighbors. Your atheists, your agnostics, your unbelievers. We can get them. To another, gifts of healing by that same Spirit. To another, ready? Miraculous powers. Miraculous powers is a gift of the Spirit. It's actually a little bit different than healing. It's a different type of gift. What in the world is a miraculous power? Let's stop there. We'll go down to uh, verse 28. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 28. And in the church, God has appointed, first of all, apostles, second prophets, third teachers, and then workers of miracles. Also those having the gifts of healing. So do you see there's a distinction between the two? So what in the world is somebody that is a worker of miracles? I don't know what that means. Should this and that, that verse 28, these are the offices of the church. Like these are, these are roles within the church, teachers and pastors and prophets. Oh, and by the way, miracle workers. I'm going to have miracle worker printed on my card, right? We're going to, we're going to do, we're going to fly a new position in the church. We're going to put it on, I don't know, what's the job search engine these days? Indeed, indeed, indeed. I'm going to post that job. We're looking for a miracle worker. This is, it is a little bit different than healing, and we need to be going for it. What in the world is a miracle? Another way that the Bible talks about it, I don't have time to get into it, but it's signs and wonders and miracles. Miracles, signs, and wonders. Healing is pretty straightforward. You're sick, you got something broken, you got a disease, God can heal you. Done, it makes sense. I can actually build a theology around that. You know what really frustrates me? Are the things that are a sign and a wonder. My like, God, I wonder what in the world does that mean? What? I don't understand that. I don't understand that miracle. It makes absolutely no sense. One of the most recent manifestations of the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of God in Michael and I's most recent life, you know, our, the journey that we're in right now, it makes no sense. We get these... We, we see them in the natural, we see them on, on tape, uh, other people see them, but these are weird little lights, these little firefly things that buzz around all over the place. It's really frustrating because there's no scriptural reference to it. I was speaking last year at, at, at a conference, and, and we got proof of it, the noises can show you, the Mike and Kim noises were taking video and there was just like this explosion of light that just begins to take off and fly all around the room. Makes absolutely no sense. I wonder what that is for. I don't know. That's why it says it's a sign and a wonder. What's the, what's the purpose of it? Like, I can be completely obsessed with this stuff. Uh, my first, I talked about this last week, my first experience of being in the presence of the Holy Spirit corporately, under Pastor Byther, I was a little kid, uh, you know, totally bored out of my skull in church, you know, being disrespectful and, you know, fidgety and, you know, cracking the communion cup, I look up and the whole auditorium is full, filled with these little balls of light all over the place. It's like either I'm hallucinating or something's going on. Have you ever had this experience where you feel like you're hallucinating? You're like, oh my gosh, and you start slapping yourself and the things don't go away? I know, it's kind of weird because we've been talking about mental health, right? <laughs> No, folks, this is, this is a reality. This is true. This is what happens when you see in the spirit. The Western mindset, the Western worldview has stripped us of our, of our spirituality, our good spirituality and our bad spirituality, somewhat, I guess. You can still find lots of bad spirituality. You can find a lot of enemy of God people that believe in the supernatural. They got their, they got their witchcraft. They got their tarot cards. They, you know, it's out there. And it's real for us, too. Uh, Last week, I got a call. John was, um, John's booked to do a Baptist camp this summer. So this Baptist pastor, youth pastor, calls me up. And so, "Uh, hey, Pastor Josh. um." (laughs) So we heard the news that John's not doing so good. Do you think he's, is he going to be okay to, to do worship for us? I'm like, you know what, he's doing really good. I said, he's worth, he's worth the risk. You know, he's doing all, everything that he needs to do. He's taking his medication. He is, he's, he's healthy. You know, we're going to get him up on stage soon. So well, we, we trust that he's healthy enough to lead. So by the summertime, he's going to be golden. He'll be fine. I said, he's still a full-blown, gift-believing charismatic. Yeah? says, I, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to make excuses if he begins to function in the Spirit. Come on. Right? Because the gifts of the Spirit, it's real. And, the, and, and John is anointed. He's going to function in these gifts of the Spirit. These are, these are signs that lead us to Jesus. We need these signs to lead us to Jesus. I, again, Mako and I, were like, what it happens in our house? You know, there's like these little weird little lights flying. Like, what this is? This, I wonder what this is so weird. Why is, why are you doing this? It brings wonder in us. I guess. Okay, well, I guess we get to choose. Is this Jesus or is this Satan? We'll just choose Jesus. Huh? <laughs> nah? we're just gonna choose Jesus. There's peace in our house. I don't know how else to explain it. We understand healing. Sometimes healing doesn't happen, and somebody dies. One of the testimonies of our church, Pastor Steve Shogren, Janie Janie Shogren's husband, uh, went in for a routine surgery in Cincinnati, uh, a gallbladder or something that's no big deal. Of course, the doctors botched it up. They about killed him. He had this infection going through his body. His whole body was swelling up. He's on his deathbed, and he's got the best of the best preachers and pastors and healers coming in and praying for him. And it's just like, get your house in order, Janie. Your husband's on his way out. And it was at this time when Shogren was, you know, literally on his deathbed. Um, my dad, his friend, gets this impression saying, Larry, you need to go pray for Steve. I don't need to go pray for Steve. He's surrounded by a lot of godly men and women. They can pray for him. So no, you need to go pray for Steve. Get an airplane ticket and go pray for Steve. And so on Sunday morning, he flies it up. He says, look, church, I feel like I need to go pray for Pastor Steve Shogren." Regan Smaltz, an elder at the time, says, I'm going to buy your airline ticket to go pray for Pastor Steve Shogren." My dad gets on the plane immediately, goes there, doesn't even know what hospital he's in in Cincinnati. There's like a dozen hospitals in Cincinnati. He ends up in the right one, walks into the building, some really strange person. My dad describes it as a strange person, like a, uh, an albino African-American individual. He says, what, what are you here? Why are you here? So this nurse leads my dad through strange doors into Steve Shogren's hospital room, where Steve's body is laying there, and it's actually in a book. Steve wrote a book called The Day I Died. Dad walks in. Steve dies. Steve has this outer body experience, looking down from the ceiling, down on his own corpse, and and my dad there praying there and rebuking the spirit of death that is in the body, and Steve slams back down into his body as if it was a car crash, like a violent reaction comes back to life. I wonder why that happened. I don't know. My dad comes out of the room and there's a table standing set up right in front of the door with nurses. And they're like, how did you get in there? There's only one door in, one door out. How did you get in there? We didn't see you walk by us. How did you get in there? It's like, I don't know. I didn't come in this door. There's only one door into the room. How'd you get in here? Well, this, this African-American man, light, like an albino, let me in. It's like, there's nobody on staff like that. <laughs> I wonder why that happened. It's a sign and it's a wonder. It's not a healing because the guy got rose from the dead. This is, this is in the miracle category, right? You see? This is a miracle category area. Years later... Uh, Steve gets healthy. Steve and Janie plant a church in Florida. And eventually, Steve leads a, a lady to the Lord, and it turns out that it is Regan Smoltz's niece. Some eight years later. California, Cincinnati, Florida, all miraculously connected. Because of obedience, because of I'll pay for that airline ticket because I'll take a risk and I'll go try and find my friend that's dying. It's stepping out in the miraculous. Sometimes it doesn't make sense, folks. Sometimes we don't see what's right in front of us. Sometimes the payoff is years and years and years down the road. What's important is what we are sowing into the Spirit now. Now is what counts. How you act now is what counts. Your character, your your faithfulness, your ability to hear God's voice, even when it doesn't pay off, even when when it's not your experience. Probably one of the hardest things when you read the book that's not my experience. I don't experience these sign gifts." The truth is, it's true. And your experience doesn't really matter. What's true is it's true. So we align ourselves, we align our heart and our spirit to what is true, which is the Bible. When we see signs and wonders, we we don't get fixated on the light like a moth drawn to the flame. We see the end goal, and the end goal is to walk that narrow path and to be with Jesus. I think this is where a lot of us charismatics get all messed up. It's because God, if you just give me my miracle, I'm going to be happy. If you just give me my breakthrough, I'm going to be happy. If you just give me that my provision, I'm going to be happy. Those are all signs. You can't stop there. No. Instead of praying for your miracle, I'm not saying you don't pray for your miracle, eagerly desire the gifts. Pray for Jesus instead. Give me Jesus. Then give me my healing. Give me Jesus. Give me, give me, keep my eyes on the prize and, and then give me my breakthrough, Lord. Give me, give me Jesus. And then maybe I'll steward a financial breakthrough. You can't get into the kingdom of heaven by going through the exit sign. You've got to go through the door. You've got to walk through that door. Signs and wonders, I love them. I I love the power of God. But it's the redemptive work of Jesus Christ that has saved me and not miracles. Begin to think that way. God will trust us with more power. I believe it. I truly believe it. I truly believe it. All right, let me get the band to come on up to the front because we got like water slides to go down and stuff. Got hot dogs to eat. I have a lot of really great verses, but I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna do this one. Probably the most disturbing verse in all of Scripture for those that believe. This is Mark 16:17. I'm not reading this to make you feel guilty. I'm reading this to stretch your faith. I, I, I'm, I'm reading this to give you hope. For those that have, all right, raise your hand. How many people have lost friends and family that have walked away from the Lord, that don't know Jesus, never known Jesus, or have backslidden? And we all do. The Vineyard Movement was birthed out of signs and wonders of a supernatural encounter with Jesus. They didn't even preach salvation messages. They didn't even have the steps down What got people saved was when they saw signs and wonders, when they saw people get out of wheelchairs, when they saw the dead raised, when they saw evil spirits leave a situation. They're like, I don't know what I'm seeing right now, but whatever it is, I want it, and I'm going to accept Jesus to get it. Mark 16, 17. These signs will accompany those who believe. Other translations, these signs and these wonders will, and these miracles will accompany those that believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will heal and raise the sick. They'll handle, they'll handle deadly serpents and they won't get stung. Isn't that amazing? So we are known by what we do in the spirit. We are, we are known by the power of God in our lives. I want to encourage you. Like open, up these, open up these eyes and these ears. What is a miracle worker? Is God calling you to be a miracle worker? I don't know. Like, how do you, like I, again, I get, I get healing. But with the way that I see miracles happen is where somebody will pray for a miracle, but most likely it's more of a lifestyle where miracles just follow people of faith. They're just around all the time. So, I want this gift for our church, and I want this gift for you where miracles follow you. They follow you to work, they follow you home, they're in your relationships, they're in your businesses, they're in your finances. And they're there because I see the sign, I go through the door. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, right now, we just thank you for your sweet presence here. We thank you right now in advance for the healings that are going to take place next week as we go after the spiritual gift of healing. God, right now, we just thank you so much for the breakthrough and the testimony, not only from John and Marina, but for those that are declared. And they they too have said, I want that testimony for my life. You're going to see breakthrough if you raised your hand in one of that that healing, that mental health healing. You're going to get it. This is what the church is here for. God, I thank you for all of those that raised their hand for testimony that have had physical breakthrough, uh, financial breakthrough, the restoration of relationships this week. We ask for more of that in the name of Jesus. God, I pray right now that you give us courage to step out in faith and to see the miracles that are going on all around us. And God, right now, I bless the miracles that are taking place in our church. We notice them we ask we ask for more in your name and may our unbelieving uh, friends and family may they see the inner work that's going on in us and may they desire what we have